What's up, everybody? You are tuned into Really Nikki? And let me just say, if you found this podcast, you are special. Special in the sense where I did not um, promote this podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, or anything like that. I only sent it to my um, email subscribers. And so... Y'all are the real MVPs holding it down. The first ones listening to my latest project. And can I be honest? I'm just going to be honest. Um, part of the reason why I did not promote this on Facebook or Instagram is because um, a few months ago, I launched a YouTube channel for our family called Kicking In With The Carpenters. And like I made a... A intro video and everything and like was filming episodes and literally after I made the announcement on Facebook like I want to say a day or two later I realized that I made a huge mistake um I realized that I was not gonna have time to film and edit and just do everything that you know it takes to have a successful YouTube channel I I'm just not in that place as a new mom and as an actress with auditions and as a writer. And so I realized I didn't have time. And so I had a, like, I made a Facebook page for our YouTube channel. It had like 200 likes. And then I just like realized it was a mistake. And so I'm not saying that I'm going to um, promote this podcast and then realize it's a mistake. I'm just slightly, um, salty and embarrassed. (laughs) And so eventually I will, um, promote it, you know, via social media and things like that. But I also feel like we've lost the art of, um, being consistent first and then promoting stuff, um, to our social media, you know? And so I'm going to challenge myself as a new mother, as a wife, as a playwright, as an actress, to be consistent to this podcast first and then um, invite more people to this space. So with that being said, um, you guys are the first ones to um, have access to Really Nikki, and this is my first podcast. All right, so with that being said, um, I want to briefly tell you um, the inspiration behind Really, Nikki? So a while ago, maybe about like six years ago, I was working at a nonprofit. I will not say the name because, woo! Anyway, I won't say the name. But the great part about working for that nonprofit is that I connected with some amazing people and uh, made friends with just some some very special people. And we would act a Food. Like, I don't know if you ever like had a job where you just hated the job. And so um, you had to make the most of it. And so that was like the situation at this job. It was a very high stressful job. And so we had to make the best out of it. And so we were coming there. We would just manifest, act the food, parkour, like whatever, like going in on each other, <laughs> crazy stuff. And so the stuff that would come out of my mouth in order to keep up with like us like joning against each other. Did I say that right? Jonesing, joning, roasting, whatever. 
in order for me to keep up, stuff that would come out of my mouth would just be like, really, Nikki? And so my friend, um, in particular, my friend Tay, she was always saying, really, Nikki? Really? And so um, we made a joke like, that should be like your show name, like a um, reality TV show or something like that. And so when I was playing with different names for a podcast, uh, I thought about that, like, man, you know, I do say some stuff on social media that um, people may not agree with. I do have an alternative way of thinking against the status quo, and I'm very much outspoken. And so um, some things that I may say or agree with, people may be like, really, Nikki? (laughs) And then some things that are just like, just crazy, like, you know, whatever. And so... Um, that was the inspiration for the name. So, welcome to Really Nikki. Um, <clears throat> if I sound a little um, hoarse, um, my voice is trying to leave me. My child is sick, and I thought I was Superwoman because I breastfeed her still. Um, I only have four weeks left of doing that because she will be one, and I am officially done. But I just felt like, oh, I breastfeed, like, I'm immune to this. I'm not going to get sick. And so even though she's sick, I've just been, like, kissing on her, loving on her, whatever. And I felt a little, mm-mm, in the back of my throat last night. I took some vitamin C. And so um, after I record this, I'm actually going to head to the gym and get in the sauna and um, try to sweat this stuff out. But, yeah, so if my voice sounds a little different, if you are my friend or someone who's just familiar with my voice, um, bear with me as I get it together. So, as you can see, the title of this podcast is Don't Google Me. And um, a while back, there was a phrase that people were using um, that was just, you know, Google me. And that was making reference to like, if you don't know who I am, if you're not aware of my many wonderful, awesome credentials in life, I'm going to need you to go Google me, you know? And so recently, um, I've been in production at a theater here in Chicago. Uh, shout out to the Black Ensemble Theater up north, founded by the amazing Jackie Taylor. And um, I'm in a show, and earlier in rehearsal, about a few weeks ago, um, one of my castmates, we were talking about the different people in the room. And it was, you know, this person does this, and this person does that. And I was like, you know, I was, wasn't aware of um, these people, had never heard of them, you know. And so he was like, man, y'all don't even know who y'all in the room with. Y'all better do y'all research. And immediately something inside of me felt like disrespected slash overlooked. Um, it, It was my flesh. And, you know, I told him, I said, you better do your research. And he was like, what you mean? And I was just like, you know, you don't know who you in the room with. And in my head, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I'm I'm the founder of Black on Chicago. I wrote when God said yes. I wrote the 30-day man fast. I'm an actress. I have a documentary that sold out at the Harper Theater here in Hyde Park. I've been invited to the White House by President Obama. Like, I'm thinking of all these, like, things that are 
that have happened to me that are amazing. And I'm just like, you know, you you need to do your research, brother man. And um, literally, right after I said that, God convicted me. And I sort of kind of felt it coming as I said it. Uh, because, I, you know, I try to be sensitive to the voice of God. I try to be sensitive to what God's doing. And as I was saying it, I, I knew God was like, finna get me. And so I felt convicted. And the Lord just began to speak to me like, you don't have to validate yourself to anyone. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. And most importantly, you need to humble yourself. And that's something that I I, I want to talk about as far as uh, working in the entertainment industry or any any industry. Um, I feel like social media has motivated. If that's even a word, social media has caused us to highlight everything amazing that happens to us. And it's it's really just, I want to say, our generation of millennials. Anything that is um, we feel like is clap-worthy or something that will get likes or anything, we have to share it with social media. Um, or it didn't happen. Or we have to share just to feel validated. And so we find ourselves in like this um, this... I don't even know the term I'm looking for. Um, side note, after giving birth, I feel like a lot of my intelligence went out the window and India took it because after giving birth, I'm always like struggling with words. <laughs> but um, we're in this cycle. There it is. Thank you, God. We're in this cycle of um, competing with people. And we don't, even, we don't even know we're competing. Or some of us, we do know we're competing. But we have to like, you know, got a new job, um, just started school, da, 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 da. And we have to share it with our quote unquote friends on social media um, for whatever reason. Now, everybody is not like that. I do have friends. I actually have friends who are not on social media. And you don't know what's going on in their life, what they're celebrating or what they're mourning unless you call them or go and actually sit with them and be with them. And so I'm saying that to say, I feel like thanks to social media, we have this um, we have this need to know who we're in the room with. You know, oh, did you see that she did that? Yeah, I saw that on her Instagram. So, man, she's really somebody or um yeah he was he did this i saw he posted on facebook so yeah we're in the room with him right and so now we we're, we're creating like many celebrities out of people because of what they posted on their facebook or their instagram and it's causing other people to want to have everyday photo shoots and to always have something to post good news or whatever and it's just a cycle and we're all trying to impress each other with these um dare I say like mediocre accomplishments and so God convicted me he told me to humble myself and in due time he will be the one who exalts me who exalts me. And I want to share that with anybody, uh, whether you're in the entertainment industry 
whether you're in the medical field, whether you're in the, in law, government, whatever it may be, because I'm sure it's not just limited to entertainment. Humble yourself. And so God is saying to me, and I don't know who else he's talking to, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and in due time, I will exalt you. And the scripture that backs that up and confirms it is, um, let me find it. Promotion comes from God. So promotion does not come from uh, man and us, you know, promoting each other and giving each other um, these accolades and these awards and stuff. But promotion literally comes from God. And so if you want to be promoted, if you want to be exalted, you can't go to somebody else and say, hey, look at my Instagram. Look at everything I've done. Isn't this amazing? Promote me. Promotion literally comes from God. Okay, so the scripture I'm looking for is Psalm 75, 6 through 7. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He put it down one and he set it up another. God puts down one and brings somebody else up. And so while we're trying to um, fight for these positions and fight for promotion and fight for attention, whatever it is, at the end of the day, can't none of it happen without God. He is the one who puts somebody down Causes them to have a seat, young one, and he rises up somebody else. And so really, we should be in the face of God and not in each other's faces, not in each other's timelines, trying to prove how great we are and why we need to be put up. We should be in the face of God, walking before him, um, being sensitive to his spirit, making sure our motives are right, checking our heart and trusting that he will be the one to exalt us in due time. So I'm sorry, I feel a sneeze trying to come. <laughs> so that's where I am right now. I have spent this entire year trying to set a foundation as an actress. I've been in three shows. I did one commercial and I pitched my own show to Victory Gardens Theater here in Chicago. Um, and they will be, um, I'm sorry, I almost said publishing. They will be producing it in February. It's the Black Monologues. So if you are in Chicago, you want to be here and be available on February 23rd because it will be going down. But I'm saying all that to say, um, I, I still feel like that's not enough. I feel like I should be, you know, I should have an agent by now. I don't have an agent. I feel like I should be able to audition for, you know, the big stuff, what, what I quote unquote consider the big stuff. This is us and, you know, things like, like that. And I'm saying all this to say, I am learning this lesson currently. I don't have it mastered myself. I'm learning I have to humble myself consistently, humble myself, and in due time, God will exalt me. God will open the doors to get an agent. God will open the doors if it's his will for me to be on a show or to do more film and TV or whatever it is. God will open those doors. I don't have to exalt myself above anyone else or be envious of what God is doing in somebody else's life. But all I have to do is humble myself. And trust that in due time, he will exalt me. So that's where I'm at right now, guys. 
Um, I hope this was a blessing to you. I will definitely be back um, next week sharing what God is doing in my life and what he's teaching me and what he's showing me. Um, But if that blessed you, just so I can know who's here, like, who am I even talking to? Am I talking to myself? Am I talking to my husband and my daughter? Like, who's listening to this podcast? Send me a tweet um, at It's Nick's Turn, I-T-S-N-I-K-S-T-U-R-N, and let me know that you're here. Just say, hey, I listened to Really Nikki. I'm here. What's up? All right, so before we go, I want to share what has inspired me artistically. I recently saw The Hate You Give, and when I say I could not hold back the tears, it was amazing. Shout out to the entire cast. Go see it. Go take your little cousins, your little sister, take your grandmother, it's definitely worth taking the entire family and friends. Go go and check it out. The movie was simply amazing. I loved it. Lastly, I had a chance to see Flying West here in Chicago at the American Blues Theater. And I don't even know if I even have enough time to go into the greatness of Pearl Clage, the greatness of that cast, It was, oh my goodness. So, quick backstory. I read Flying West this March on the plane to L.A. I I went to L.A. to check out Sarah Jones' one-woman show. And I, I read Flying West, fell in love with Flying West, made it my life's goal to play Sophie, Fast forward to a few months later, I'm in the car riding with another actress here in Chicago. I tell her, hey, I want to, I really want to play Sophie in Flying West. And she said, hey, you know, that's going to be in Chicago. They already cast for it. And my heart, they already cast it for it. And my heart was broken. Um, <laughs> come to find out she was actually a part of that production. She was a part of the cast. Um, she was not Sophie. She did not play the role of Sophie. Um, but the actress who played the role of Sophie, she was simply amazing. Like at first I was like, man, am I going to be like sad when I go to this theater and see this play knowing I wanted to play this role? Absolutely not. Um, jealousy is not a fruit of the spirit. (laughs) Um, I was actually encouraged and, um, admired everyone a part of that production. And so, um, they already closed a few weeks ago, but if you have not had a chance, go and read Flying West by Pearl Clage. Um, and, and, you know, read a lot of her work, um, Blues for Alabama Sky, like all that stuff is just like classic. And then lastly, <clears throat> I've been doing a lot of research and I've been um, listening to Off Book Podcast, which is a, a podcast by uh, Broadway Black. Oh my God. It's so good. Um, it's putting me on to like a lot of playwrights and a lot of shows I should be checking out as an actress and playwright myself. And so those are three things that have been inspiring me artistically and just keeping me on my toes and um, pushing me to um, give everything I have inside of me and just let it come out artistically and take chances and um, yeah, just create art, 
create. And so that's where I'm at with mine right now. What have you checked out lately? If you see any great movies out there or what podcasts are you listening to? What is inspiring you as well? So that's all I have. I am headed to the gym. (laughs) My child will be a year old next month. And yeah, it's time to get my waist back. But um, (laughs) I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I will definitely be back next week. Same time, same place. So subscribe and I'll see you when I'm looking at you. Peace.